Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hello, everybody. Why did I say hello? Hello. <laughs> hello. We're talking about angels. Hey, here. Hey, hello, everybody. Man, I'm starting off really bad to get going. <laughs> oh, it's only uphill from here. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I'll take over with that yeah. intro. Maybe halo has to be my new intro. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Anyways. Thanks, guys, for checking with us. Pure Victory Podcast, Brad in here, Matt across. Sort of like, do we want to listen to these guys? <laughs> yeah. Man, they can't even speak. Well, what am I listening to? We can speak, okay? Like, we're just, I'm not defending myself here. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for checking in, everybody. And today we have another great episode. This is an important one, I think. I mean, we've, we've said this in a lot, but this one's really close to our hearts because Jesus has made a difference in our lives. And we want to give you a full caveat for those of you listening right now that maybe aren't Christ followers, we just want to say welcome, listen along, and um, we just want to talk about this and just just hear us out here in this and engage with us as we're, we're sharing. And if you are a Christ follower, you know, we hope this blesses you as well. So what we're talking about today is why does Jesus matter? And we're using the lens of in life, but not only that, if you're struggling with porn. So why does Jesus matter? And I think this is something that we had to wrestle with and, and deal with as well when we were struggling with porn. But it's so much more to that than that for us as well. This is really a big life question too. And it really, it's really central to us. Um, and it is central as well in, in all the other things that life throws us, whether it be a porn addiction or other stuff. So let's break this down. It's really a big thing. I mean, if you think about it, there's there's life here, but then there's life in eternity. And you think about like the, the vast length of time that eternity is compared to this life it's important to get god right 
And I was talking to a guy a few months ago and he's like, man, until I was 55 and I had a near death experience where it was one of these experiences where he, he, he got injured and then he was in the hospital and he came out of his body and he could see his body. He was kind of hovering above his body, but he was like, I don't, I don't know. I never thought of God. I was 55. I never had one thought of God. Mm-hmm. Just going to live my life. And then I had this experience and I was like, what is going on? What's this? And so it, it's, I think that that's a reality for a lot of people is we just live life and we go, man, this is just life. And we don't think about God, but it's a really big question just to say like, if God is real, should I focus on him? Should I think about him? Mm-hmm. Should I, should I know him? If God is real, it, is, is Jesus central? Right. to our relationship with God or does Jesus not matter? Is Jesus just one of the ways to get to God? And so there's lots of different uh, thoughts out there about about God and about Jesus. And so, uh, yeah, we just want to break it down a little bit in terms of the life uh, living and living a life, a whole, a whole life. Does Jesus matter? But also in our, in our journey to freedom from pornography, from sexual bondage, from whatever's holding us back. It was cool. There was one guy and you're, you're probably listening. I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are in, in pure freedom journey. Um, and he emailed me and, and he said, uh, man, a year and a half ago, I, I was reached out to by a friend who knew I was struggling with pornography and they recommended a, a program called Fortify. And Fortify is a program offered by Fight the New Drug and Fight the New Drug is, it's, it's great. It's awesome. You should follow them on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram mm-hmm. or go to their website. They have tons of videos and research and stuff about the harms of pornography and their whole message is, is getting the harms of pornography out there to be known by people. And so it's great. It started by a few Mormon guys, but they're, the way that they go about their, their business is non-religious. And so they have this program called Fortify that, that is good, but it's a lot of behavior uh, modification, understanding what your behaviors are, what your triggers are, where you, when you're, where you tend to fall in life. And so this email that I got was, hey, a friend recommended that I start Fortify. And he, and he says, that made a big difference in my life, but I still wasn't able to get totally free. One thing I learned in Fortify was that a person may not be all that far from freedom, but they needed to find the missing piece to breaking free. I felt like starting the small group in Pure Freedom Journey and going through your curriculum is the piece that I was missing to find complete freedom. I've now been clean um, since the end of July. This is making a big difference in my life. And so the the power in this is that everything that we teach is is Jesus is central to it and it's, it's relationship with Jesus. And so there's people in this world that a lot that believe in God and that pray to God, even people that believe that, Hey, I believe Jesus died on the cross. I, there's, there's people that study the old history and stuff yeah. like that. Archaeology. Archaeology. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, I got busted. They're not, <laughs> we're struggling on our English today yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but there's people that study that they go, man, there, there was a man named Jesus who died on the cross 2000 years ago. And they, they're from different transcripts, but they still don't believe. And so what's the difference here with believing in Jesus and making him real in your life? And so with all of our teaching, that's why people a lot of times are like, man, I, I'm able to get free from this for the first time because it's it's Christ-centered, it's Jesus-centered. And so it's a big question, whether you know Jesus or whether you don't, is like, who is God? Mm-hmm. Who is God in my life? Who is Jesus? And if we want to know God, it's not a scary thing to go, no. man, God, 
I want to know you, even if I'm, if I don't fully understand you, like if I think that Jesus isn't real, like I've heard, I've heard different people say this over the years is, is I thought Jesus wasn't real, but I so wanted to know God that I just prayed. I said, God, I want to know you. And Jesus was revealed to them. Mm. And so it's not a scary prayer to go, Hey God, like, can you reveal yourself fully to me? Because God is so good and he's so loving. And so we just want to break down some of our thoughts and and our experiences uh, about who Jesus is and, and the power that he brings that's different from anything else. Yeah, and I think that, you know, for those of you that maybe aren't coming up from a place where you're maybe in agreement with us, I think that that's okay. You know, we're going to say it's okay if you disagree with us here, um, but can you at least wrestle a little bit with this, um, engage with it? And I love what Matt asked there, you know, maybe just ask that question, you know, God, are you real? I mean, for you, if you don't think so, the qu- asking the question doesn't do you any harm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so why life. not take a chance? Um, and we say this because honestly, we care about all of you out there, even though we've never met many of you face to face or whatever country you're in. We may not know you, but we care about you. We care what happens to you. And that's why we do what we do. Um, we not only want you to be free from pornography, that really is, you know, a heart part of our why we do what we do but we want you to know Jesus and why well because we think it matters we believe that fully and, and so why it helps in some of these other areas we're going to break down but I think you know even as I'm sitting here I, across from me is Matt but then I have my laptop I'm looking at my notes and when I look at my laptop it has a function um, I can see that it was designed you know someone built this thing you know, it, it didn't just magically fall here into my lap. You know, all these pieces just got put together here and now all of a sudden it works. And this laptop, it's pretty impressive what it can do. I'm going to say that you as an individual are much more impressive. Oh, yeah. um, you're built way better than this laptop, even if you have aches and, pa- aches and pains. <laughs> I'm going to tell you you're much, you're built much better than this laptop, which is probably going to crap out on me in four or five years. But <laughs> anyways, what I'm saying is the Bible says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You were created and there's a creator and that creator is God. And you, we know him through relationship with Jesus Christ who is revealed to us. And we, we, we get to see that through the Bible, which is God's word and, and learning about him. But the reason I bring this up, you might be like, where are you getting at with this? Well, the fact that you were created by him, it also shows us that you matter to him. You are loved by him. You matter. Um, to the God of the universe, which is so cool. And another part of that, if you're thinking, well, what does this have to do with porn? Well, God knows your heart. He knows you fully. He knows every avenue, every aspect, every nook and cranny of you better than you ever could. So when it comes to porn, this really matters, doesn't it, Matt? Like, because often we think porn is just a behavior. It's just a surface level thing. And if we can beat that surface level thing, get that behavior out of our life, we'll be better. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that porn is just something that is masking other issues in our life, other deeper stuff. Our heart, our heart, I've heard this said, our heart is deep waters. Like it's very deep. We can't fully know it. And if that's the case, how could we ever fully be healed in a lot of these areas? And so we might be able to beat a surface level behavior for a time, but all the other stuff's still there and it's going to just come out in other destructive ways. So being that you are created, God knows your heart. We need the healer. We need the creator to be able to touch those areas, not just get sober. I mean, getting sober is a great goal, but it shouldn't be our only goal. We need to be fully healthy. And so to be fully healthy, we need, we need God to touch those areas of our life that nobody else or nothing else can. 
Yeah, I love that you're talking about how we're made and how the computer's made. And, uh, you know, another way to say it is is books, like with with all the thousands of letters that are in a yeah. book and they're all in order. And there's periods in the right place and commas in the right place and all the letters and, you know, 300 pages of letters properly ordered. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen randomly. No, <laughs> Somebody no. creates that. Somebody right. does it. And so we have a creator who made us to function in a certain way and he knows who we are. The creator of anything, the creator of an, of a, of an invention is the one that says this is how it's to function and this is why I made it. Mm-hmm. God made us. He made you with a specific thing in mind. And so when we have hurts in our heart, he, number one, made our hearts to be filled by him. He wants to come in and fill. So when you when you don't know Jesus, just ask, hey, can you fill my heart? Like, is there something in my life that you want to you wanna come and make even better? Mm-hmm. Um, if you know Christ, if you know Jesus, and you're like, yeah, but I, I have hurts that I've never uh, had him touch. Well, do you pray and say, Jesus, my heart is open to you. Come and reveal yourself in my brokenness. Or do we not really pray about the darkest parts? Do we pray for our, heart, for our hearts to be exposed, for things in in there to be exposed? He just wants to be in there in every way because he knows how we're made. He knows who who we're made to be. And so in scripture, in the Bible, it talks about that he's given us this identity, a God-given identity. And so people out there will say, hey, but I've, I went to counseling and I, you know, I dealt with that trauma that I experienced or I dealt with heart issues that I have and I'm good. And I did that apart from God. I don't need Jesus. I did that. I did that with my counselor. My counselor was really good. And that's real. I mean, people definitely get, changed and and uh, moving out of, of pain and have different perceptions on things that have happened to them. So what the Bible says about this stuff is that, that it says God's kindness draws us to repentance. And so what this means is that somebody was talking to Jesus in the Bible and he says, how could I inherit the kingdom of God? And Jesus says, repent. So the first thing is you gotta, we gotta repent of our sin. We gotta recognize that there's brokenness, that there's sin in our lives. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, I want you to experience the kingdom of God. Cause it's like the joy there, the peace, the provision, everything is amazing. The love that you experience in the kingdom of God, man, like I want you to experience all of that. But the first thing is real, re- recognize that you're broken and repent of that. And so it says that God's kindness draws us to repentance. So when he works in our lives and he heals us, even if we don't fully know God, even if we don't live with it, with an attitude of, I would just want to serve God with my life. He still wants to bring wholeness to our heart. Number one, because he cares about you. He cares about you and he loves you so much and he doesn't want to see you just in pain. But number two, he wants to draw you into this recognition of, man, there's something more. Like God is bigger than I realize. Mm-hmm. There's more that God has for me. I don't know God fully. I need to know this. And so in him healing our hearts, he wants to open up this, the, open up our eyes to the realization of who he is. And so um, when we are drawn into repentance, it means that we're repenting of our sin. And Jesus was the, was the one that came to die on the cross for our sins, that he took that away because, you, you know, if we get a speeding ticket and we go to court and we, we got to pay a price, like yeah. there's a negative thing that we got to pay because of the, the crime that we committed. Well, when we sin, the only acceptable punishment for that is death. And so Jesus then comes and he dies on the cross in our place. Just like if somebody came to the court and, he, and they paid your ticket for you, the court couldn't then go, yeah, someone paid it for you, but you have to pay it too. Right. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to die on the cross so that I'm taking the punishment for your sin so that you can live eternally with, with, uh, with God in heaven. And without that, there really is no other way mm. without the punishment of our sin being, being paid for. There is no other way yeah. to fully have relationship with God. 
no, we can't do it on our own. We can't, you know, be the best or best version of ourselves, or good person all on our own, then somehow achieve that acceptance and that love um, in the sense of, you know, being right with God. It's only what Jesus did for us on the cross. And that's really powerful because he did it for us knowing what we're like at our worst. He did it knowing the sin that maybe we have in our life and the things that we have done or haven't done or whatever else. He did that fully knowing that he paid the price for that. And that's pretty powerful. And I think that sometimes that can be a little relieving. It can be hard to accept, to be honest, because we think that we got to somehow earn it. And we can't, yeah. we can't, like we, we can't pay that price on our own. Uh, only God could um, through Jesus Christ. So, you know, this is something that is so powerful um, understanding. And, you know, I think it really releases a lot of the burden and the shame that we feel because it's really about performance for us when we're, we have that, you know, we feel shame because we didn't match up. We didn't perform where we're, you know, we think people can't accept us and love us because, well, I wasn't able to not look at porn. I masturbated or, um, I cheated on this person or whatever else, you know, we just feel like we were not going to be accepted because of those things. And we, we try to outperform those things and it's very exhausting. You can't do it. And that's why God paid the price. And then he transforms us. So Matt talk, you talked about, behavior modification versus what we're going to talk about now, which is life transformation. So, you know, when God did that for us, it wasn't just about behavior modification in the sense of that, Hey, we got to do something to achieve that or, or to be able to receive what you did for what God did for us on the cross. No, it's actually much deeper than that. It's that we can't do anything to, to get that. So yeah, it's, it's really about, Hey, I can't do anything to get this amazing gift that God gave us you know there's nothing I can do as good as I think I can be it's not good enough I need a savior and that's where God came in he took our place and Matt talked about in the sense that we deserve death because there's nothing we can do to overcome that sin in our life all outside of our own I mean on our own we need Jesus and so that's what really what this is about and life transformation occurs through that and when we say Jesus yes I need you I'm a sinner I receive what you did for me on the cross and I'm choosing to follow you. You know, when you, when you make that pronouncement and you make that life stance and you follow him, he begins to work in our heart and change us. And he only can touch our hearts. And especially when it comes to things like pornography. And so why does it matter in this area? Well, I mean, in my own life, I saw this. So there was times in my life where I was in this nasty, brutal kind of guilt and shame cycle with porn where I felt really good for a while. And then I look at porn and feel really bad and do good again. And then I would look at porn when life gave me a curveball or I was feeling stressed and whatever else I felt bad all the time. And until I acknowledged that I needed Jesus to work in this area, I was just really focused on my behavior. And not only that, but I'm going to tell you what God did for me as I started to grow in this area. Um, yes, I got sober but he started working on my heart in areas that I never would have known. For instance, you know, there's certain points in my life where I, I, I faced trauma or pain or hurt. He showed me that and he led me to those moments and he revealed that he was healing me in those areas. He was there with me. The healing that I received out of that, where he was showing that he was with me through that, he was touching my heart and leading me out of that that brought me way more freedom than just being sober. And that's really the key because I was acting out, looking at porn 
because of this hurt and the pain that I had in my life or uh, the feelings of rejection that I had, I needed to feel good. So I looked at porn and, you know, sometimes it's not always, not, not always that deep. Sometimes we just go to porn because of our addictive culture and society. Yeah. But often then we still have hurt and then we're not feeling good and we associate that moment we're not feeling good to needing something to make us feel better. So we go to porn and then it becomes an addiction uh, over time. So that's what it was for me. And then I realized, wow, there's more to this than just my behavior. I needed transformation and only God could do that for me through touching my heart. He really does. He makes us brand new. I, I say that to my wife when I, when she talks about <laughs> sometimes, you know, deals with that, man, my, my husband watched porn for like 15 years. Like how many images are in your mind? Right. And I just have to say, I'm like, honey, like, I literally am a new person. Like I'm not that person. Like Jesus came into my mm-hmm. life and he literally made me new and he made my mind new and he made me think differently and he made my heart just mm-hmm. desire better things, more holy things, pure things. So she, it's just like, the, and she understands it because she knows Jesus, but it's like this life transformation really happens because Jesus, Jesus knows who we're made to be, like we were saying earlier. And so he can make us into that person that he made us to be. He is the inventor. Mm-hmm. He is the creator. He, and so, um, and the other thing, one other thing that people sometimes struggle with is, is like, I think that there's a lot of different ways to God. There's a lot of different religions, beliefs. I mean, who, who really has it all right. Right. I mean, the truth is nobody fully knows God, but God is big enough to get a text, like to get a book in this world that we can read. Like God is big enough to do that. And so a lot of people will say, but there's so many different religions. They can't all be right. Uh, or, or like none of them can be fully right, but God is big enough to give a text that is fully right. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's able to do that. If he can make the world, he can make people, he can create things. He can think of things. He can make a book that we can read that fully represents him. Yeah. He's big enough to do that. And so when there's this, um, this thought that man, there's a lot of different ways to God. Not, not, not any religion is really right. Well, um, God is, God is about relationship with Jesus. I mean, Jesus came, if you read the Bible, he's like getting most angry at the religious people, at the religious leaders who are trying to just work their way to God and they're not accepting relationship with Jesus. Those are the people that he has the hardest time with. But if there's different ways to get to God, and one of those is that Jesus, is that God killed his son on the cross, but there's different ways to get to God. It's like, what a cruel God. Like there's other ways to get to God, but then he decided like, oh yeah, there's nine ways to get to God, but just to make a 10th way, like I'll just kill my son on the cross. Like that's not a God that I would want to know. But if there is no other way to get to God, but he's like, oh, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to send my son. He can represent mankind and he can die on the cross to take their sin. Mm. Well, if that's the only way, then that's like the most loving thing that a God could do to be willing to sacrifice his son on the cross for mankind. That's love. Mm -hmm. And you know, along with this too, is thinking through the, I mean, if you're wondering about this stuff, think through the exclusive claims that Jesus made. You know, a, a big one is I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. That's an exclusive claim. There's no room there to say there's multiple paths to God, like some sort of syncretism. There's only one way. And, you know, I think that when we hear that, that might seem really offensive, but I don't want a God that is wishy-washy and very fairy and gives me multiple paths because, you know, they all say different things. That's a very confused kind of understanding of faith and life and, and God. You know, if there is a God I want exclusive claims. I want some, this is the way. Right. And, I don't uh, know. <laughs> that's right. So, and Jesus, you know, 
God in flesh coming down, showing us this. And, you know, it's just incredible that this, these exclusive claims made by him are there for us to grasp. The loving God who loves you has shown you himself. And through his, the Bible, his word, he's given us a means to understand him and to follow him. He isn't leaving us out there to just figure this out on our own, which is really difficult to do. We can't do it. I know, I know where my thoughts go if I'm left to my own devices yeah. over time. I mean, I, I often like, what am I even thinking? Right. So I think that it's so important for us to just wrestle with that wherever you are, the exclusive claims that Jesus made. And then it's really important too, Matt was talking about, but God is relational. He is relational. He wants to be in relationship with you and through that relationship, change you, transform you, accept you and show you a love that you've never felt or experienced before. And it's powerful because this is something that, you know, when we talk about, say things like porn, this is where the true transformation comes is through that relationship because, you know, being sober from porn or, or anything else, um, it's only on a level The you know, you might be able to get there for sure. But all what we're talking about in the deeper acceptance and love of us, that isn't going to come through sobriety, you know, cause then it's just a performance management game. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep performing to not look at porn or masturbate. And what God does is, yes, helps us to get sobriety, but then he deals and works in our heart in such a powerful way so that the acceptance and love we receive from him transforms our hearts. And that's really about our hearts. You know, sobriety doesn't do that. It can't, you know, it's just a behavior thing. So he wants to touch our hearts. And you know what? We all have faced stuff in our life where we need that. We all need love. We all need acceptance to feel valued, to understand that there is a loving creator in God that is there with us in our corner and for us. And that did make a life change and difference for me, Um, not only just with porn, but in life in general. Knowing Jesus has been the greatest single thing for me. And it has transformed my relationships. It's transformed everything in my life. And, you know, this is what we want for you. This is why we're sharing kind of this conversation with you. This is a conversation, you know, like we're just talking with you as you're listening in about this, you know, and I hope that this is something that you're thinking about. And as Matt's saying, you know, maybe you've never prayed before, but just say that, you know, God, are you real? Are you there? And show yourself to me. And, you know, I think that's a great prayer. Wherever you're at, we challenge you, you know, think that through and, and perhaps consider doing that. Yeah. The Bible says that if you seek him with an open heart, you will find him. And so, I would say even like for the next 30 days, take five seconds a day and say, God, if you're real, show yourself to me. Like in the fullness of who you are, show yourself to me. Whether you know God or not, whether you know Jesus or not, just pray for five seconds for the next 30 days. God, show yourself to me. I mean, it could be that simple because if his word is true, that it says, if you seek me with an open heart, you will find me. That's a promise. And so if his word is true, he will show up in your life. And if it's not, well, then then you know. <laughs> and so you can pray that prayer. And if you don't know Jesus, you're maybe going like, whoa, that's pretty bold and you sound confident. But I am confident because like Braden's saying, he's come through in his life and he's come through in my life. And man, when I'm praying desperately, like, God, get me out of porn. Like, give me something. Give me an answer. And then Braden's talking about having a relationship with Jesus and, and, and like I'm in a church service and I literally heard God's voice speak to my heart and give me the, the key to, to get out of pornography. And then when I got out of pornography, I thought that I was free and I kept getting tempted. And then I was like, man, like 
why can't, why am I getting tempted? And then it's like, oh, I'm learning God's voice in a new way in this midst of this trial. And I can learn intimacy with him. And I, I mean, he just tra- changed me. Like mm-hmm. my desires, my heart, I was like, man, I just want to bless people. I want to be around people. I was not a people person before. I didn't even really like, I just was alone a lot. And then all of a sudden. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I, I can't picture that anymore. <laughs> like, like literally I had this radical transformation yeah. with Jesus. And my, like within two months, I had this birthday party. There's like 25 of my friends there who I'd met in like a month. And I loved all of them. And I still have a relationship with lots of them. And it's like, I just became a different person. That's what Jesus did. Because when I was, I didn't really fully know him. I thought I knew who I was, but he's the inventor. He's the creator. He knows who I am. And so he really changed me. And there's a lot of deception in this world. There's an enemy. Like if this God is so good that he sent his son to die on your cross for you, then, and because he wants eternal life for you and he wants you in heaven and he wants to love you, there's going to be an enemy. There's an enemy out there who wants to deceive and who wants to plant different thoughts. Like, oh no, it's not Jesus. There's lots of different ways to God. Of course he's going to say that because he doesn't, this enemy called Satan, he doesn't want you to to know Jesus. He wants you to think in your own thoughts like, oh, there's other ways. I don't need Jesus mm-hmm. because at the end of your life, it's not going to look so good with the place that you go to. And 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 he, Jesus is just like, I want you in heaven. I want mm-hmm. you with me. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one time I was really just getting to know Jesus in my mid twenties. And, and I had, I was having a nap on a Sunday afternoon and I had this dream and this dream was like a second long. It was very quick. And I just, uh, the, the words in the dream were, if a demon attacks you in your sleep, you can call on my name, Jesus, and, and you will be delivered. Mm. And I woke up from this dream. And as soon as the dream was over, I woke up and I was on my bed and I was being pressed down. I couldn't see anything, but I was being pressed down on my hips, on my bed, and I couldn't move. I was stuck on my bed. And I, and I had terror for about you know a couple seconds because I felt this presence come up my body and I literally was physically being choked out I was losing my breath and it was about you know a couple seconds maybe second of panic like whoa if this continues on I'm gonna die like I was literally being choked but I couldn't see anything it was an evil spirit and then I remembered this dream that I had had a few seconds before when I was sleeping and I remembered like, oh, I can call on Jesus. And so I said, in the name of Jesus, and I'm like losing my breath and can barely get it out. And as soon as I said the name of Jesus, the, the spirit lifted off of my body with my physical ears. I heard it screaming, like terrified, the scream that it had as it left my room. Mm. And I woke up or I sat up on my bed and I had like the most extreme amount of peace the whole rest of the night mm-hmm. that I've ever experienced. It was amazing. And so there is an evil force out there that wants you to, wants to deceive in you into not knowing who Jesus is. But if you call on Jesus, he has the power to deliver you, to show you the truth. And so there's people out there that have night terrors mm-hmm. or their kids have night terrors. And there's, you know, it's just like, man, is this like a nightly thing? And we just want you to know, like, there's a power in the name of Jesus. When you have a relationship, when you call on Jesus, mm-hmm. that he can deliver you from these evil forces that want to draw you away from him. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the shame that you're feeling as well. And in some of these other areas too, man, you're talking about, I mean, all aspects. Yeah. And when I say that, exactly, it's a good point. Because it's not just these physical, like, I'm getting choked out and he'll deliver us, but he'll deliver from shame and guilt. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So we all face encounter this stuff um, in, in different levels. So, but the fact that there is a God for us and with us, that's so amazing to know that and assuring. And so I know this was a, 
conversation that for some of you might have been a little bit awkward. Um, some of you are like, yeah, we get it. We're, we're you know with you and tracking you, and and a lot of other you are you know our Christ followers as well, and you're you're hearing as well. We hope there's something for you here for all of you because we believe God speaks, and He's speaking to you even beyond the words that we're using. <laughs> but we just want to tell you that Jesus matters. He matters to you and should matter to you because it really is a big question here. Is what is my purpose? Why am I here? And is there a God? And so some of these things, these are big questions, but not only that, and wherever you're at, if you're struggling with addiction or porn, he matters because he's the only one who can touch your heart. Um, you might be able to have aspects where you encounter or experience certain levels to this, but fully only God can touch your heart because he created you. So to be fully free from porn is far beyond sobriety. It's far beyond that. You know, we need the transformation, life transformation in the inner self that only God can do. And we believe he can do that for you. And wherever you are, as far as faith and, uh, and asking these questions, we pray for you. We're praying for you. And we just want you to know that, you know, ask these questions, wrestle with them. You know, sometimes we just shove this stuff into the dark recesses of our mind because we don't want to think about it. <laughs> Like, yeah. is there a God? Oh, I don't really want to think about that. Yeah. I mean, what does that have to do with me or life or whatever else? Well, everything. <laughs> and we believe that fully. We just want you to know that there is a God that loves you. And for us, we have encountered that, experienced that on the daily. And yeah. we just want to pass that on to you because we have experienced that, but we know that as well. And um, through that, that's why we share this because we want you to experience that too. And we believe you can. Yeah, I mean, we're not here. We're not here selling anything. We don't get paid if people accept <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We, it's uh, you, you know, we're we're satisfied customers. We're telling about something that changed our lives. We're 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 very happy. We're pumped that we have Jesus, and it's like you're saying, we experience Him on the daily, and it it's changed our lives. And so we want this to change a lot of people's lives and really everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're out there and you're going, man, like I'm not sure about this. I don't know. Think about it. But you can re-listen the podcast if you want. But we really encourage you, like, just pray and ask God. Don't say Jesus. Say God. Can you reveal yourself to me? If Jesus is real, can you make that known to me? And do that every day for 30 days. That's our challenge to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't hurt anything. <laughs> no. But if you want, if you're listening, you're like, man, I want to know Jesus. I And I don't know him. Then it's really simple. You know, the kingdom of God is super pure. It's, it's holy. It's pure. There's no sin in there. And so when we have sin in our lives, God wants to make us pure so that we can live in eternity with him. And so the way he does that is, is like we're saying, like the sin, the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus comes and he died for us so that we could then believe in what he did and we could receive that salvation. And so when we repent of our sin uh, and recognize that, man, I'm broken, I need a savior, then that's where that's where we enter into the kingdom of God. And so we can just pray if you're there and you can just pray wherever you're listening in your car, your room or whatever. And you can just pray this in your, in your mind and then reach out to us. We'd love to hear it or reach out mm-hmm. to somebody that you know that maybe knows Jesus and you can just tell them. But you can just pray and go, dear God, I'm, I, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for Jesus. I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. Forgive me for all the sins that I've committed in my life. I want to know you. I want to give my life to you. And I thank you for the salvation that comes with Jesus. And now lead me in becoming more like you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, and if you pray along with that, you know, we just want to say, we're we're just so thankful 
that you you chose to do that. And if you're you listened along and you're you're not quite sure, we're thankful as well that you're listening here and and, and f- tracking. But yeah, reach out if uh, this is something that you have prayed along with us. We'd love to hear from you, connect you as best we can um, wherever you are. You know, <laughs> but uh, we want to hear this. And and even if you have questions, you know, feel free to reach out. But you know, we're we're so thankful that you're listening with us in particular this podcast. So, and we appreciate you taking the time with us here today and we will check back in with you. Actually, we got a little bit of a break coming up here a couple weeks, but we're excited. Have a great Christmas and um, we will see you guys in the new year. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.